segue into a quoting. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> My brain machine's so broke, you guys. <laughs> No, but it was so good! Humans and like Torquebajir and fucking Yerks and also Tech. God, what the fuck? No, you got no, just keep rolling. Just keep rolling. Welcome to the Wonder Year. if you can find some earbuds, welcome to the Wonder Year. Troy Animorphs rereading Adventure, rewatching needs. I'm I'm Derek. You're Derek? I'm also Derek. What the fuck? Who's Derek? Derek is the uh, Inuit kid that they met in this book. Oh, I'm also Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, Seda, I think you're a little bit more of an Eric. Just take I, off that, just slice off that D. Why did they put those names in the same book? That's so unfair for those of us who are really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Himbo representation matters. <laughs> um, I'm Derek, but it's spelled B-L-A-I-R, so... Mm-hmm. My name is spelled D-E-R-E-K, but it's pronounced Sarah. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm a polar bear. I don't know how it's spelled. <laughs> hey, did you know that rar means I love you in polar bear? I can. <laughs> what a I stupid can. thing to say. Who lets me on this podcast every week? I made you a cookie, but I disemboweled it. Wait, <laughs> I can and will liberate your heads from your bodies in one fluid motion of my katana. Finally. <laughs> that thing's been fucking coming loose lately, baby. Just finish the job. Oh my god. You're like nearly you're like nearly headless Nick over here. No, this is the longest con. We've just been trying desperately, desperately trying to get you to decapitate us for the past like whatever episodes. Finally um. set this noggin free <laughs> it's just gonna float up into the atmosphere yeah yeah <laughs> i've been i've been watching uh i've been one wa- of the animes i've been watching lately zombie land saga has mm-hmm. um the all, all seven of the main characters are like zombies and mm-hmm. one of them like, they're all six of them are like fully sentient human beings they're just undead and one of them is just kind of like full zombie brain and yeah. her head, her head comes off like once an episode, and it's always a very good gag. I just like, I just thought about that suddenly. I, I love good headless gags. Uh, and this is the Wonder Yerks. Yeah. Are your animals, and anime rereading and, re- and eventual rewatching needs? No, not that other thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a no anime. This is not an anime safe space. Uh, oh. I'm being persecuted. Oh. <laughs> um. That's democracy, baby. <laughs> Is it? Did you? <laughs> um, what were you saying, Sarah? Sorry, we were being oh, I goofy. Was just, I, I was just saying that on Henry Kissinger, I'm I'm persecuted, but on this podcast, I'm anime persecuted. Yeah, mm-hmm. there has to be a better portmanteau. That I... Anna may be so. Nope, nope. I'm I'm giving that a thumbs down. That's getting a big EW for you from me. <laughs> Does not pass my smell test. Oh. Again, air horn emoji. When? <laughs> Never. 
specifically to make sure you don't have all the power that you require like, to like honestly all that needs to happen is dead mouse needs to like tweet about it once and then that tweet will go virally yeah, i Deadmau5 think you overestimate out. how relevant dead mouse is in the year of our lord 2018 <laughs> well I, yeah i maybe. don't think dead mouse has the the emoji power but furries have like connections to dead mouse right can you like slip a word in uh no <laughs> Do well, furries have connections? The- Confirm, deny. Do furries have he connections to dead mouse? No, he, he mouse hates- head. No, say that. Say that. Listen. No, he I does don't want to learn that he's mean. No, I don't say that. Yeah, he no, he's fucking. A, he's a fucking trash bag. He's mean to furries, and he's that's mean to that's fine. Trans I actually, people. I don't know why I got so defensive. I really don't give a shit. I had like expected him to suck. <laughs> right. <course> he sucks. <laughs> he, he's an EDM guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's also extremely mean to trans people online. Boo! Thumbs yeah, down. No, that sounds about right, and. I- uh, not valid. Guess we have to decapitate dead mouse. <laughs> not a threat. Just, just a just, fact. Just, uh, <laughs> just a plan. Just, okay, I. <laughs> You're gonna get a cease and desist. Yeah. Just <laughs> you specifically. They can't. They can't legally prosecute all of us because I don't condone this. Um. How you been? <laughs> I don't know. How do you think? I don't know. Um, I can't. I can't find my GameCube or my Wii, and I'm kind of sad about it. Oh no, I have. I, one. I, I was trying to find them because uh, my friend lent me uh, her CRT because I'm trying to learn how to speed run a GameCube game. Oh sure. Uh, and so I needed to bust out the GameCube for that. Mm-hmm. And it's nowhere to be found. Oh like, no! How do you? I, it's huge. How do you lose something like if that? You, when you don't play it for a year and a half, it's kind of easy to lose track of. I but aren't we and GameCube the same basically? Hear me out. I own both. I'm listening. <laughs> you can just play GameCube games on the Wii. Do they have like different like FPS oh, or something? We like the no. system. I thought you meant like we the pronoun. Like aren't we the same <laughs> as a GameCube? And I was like, oh no! We are all purple, no. and comes with a, we all come with a handle for easy carry on. Okay, so so aesthetically, the GameCube is superior, but you can do the same things and more with the Wii. Oh, I mean, I won't deny that that's the truth, but at the same time, like a Wii, ha- a Wii has like a bunch of different things. Like I have to worry about the sensor bar if I'm using the Wii. Okay, but that's only for Wii games, right? No, I literally have to use the sensor bar to select the game from the from the main like HUD screen. Oh. There's no way for me to turn on the system and immediately jump into a game without using the pointer to select. I want to select. I want to play GameCube game. Right, right. That doesn't count. But like for speedrunning, does that count against your time? No, it doesn't. It's just I don't want to have to fucking bother with the sensor bar whatsoever. Also, okay, the, I the understand reason, now. I understand. The, Things are making sense for me now. The reason, so, the reason that I, the reason, the reason, another reason that I really want to do this, uh, to to do GameCube stuff, is because um, I've been playing uh, my speedruns so far have been only games that I play on the PC, mm-hmm. and I go to local speedrun meetings where people bring their games to speedrun. Mm-hmm. I have a very large computer. Yeah, you can't haul that baby around. I can and I have. I don't like to. <laughs> yeah, I would be so anxious about, like, hauling a computer. Sometimes I get stressed out about hauling my laptop places. Um, because... This is me with my keyboard whenever I play a show. It mm-hmm. weighs, like, 100 pounds, and it was it's the most expensive thing I own, and I just bring it to bars, and I'm like, yeah. hello. Which it seems to be the least safe thing to bring anything, you know? Yeah. Like, if you want something broken, you bring it to a bar. Yeah. 
I played a show outside at one point and it started to rain and I was like talking to the person who was playing. I was like, do you want to keep going? Cause like she had equipment and she was like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, okay. And then it started to rain slightly more. And I literally was like, I'm going to be so rude. I'm sorry. Went on stage beside her and just like, grabbed my shit. I was like, I'm taking my stuff inside. Yeah. Cause you have electronic thing. Yeah. <laughs> thing yeah. that thing damaged with water. Thing damaged uh. very much with water. Yeah. And it's most I've ever spent on anything. Right. <laughs> it costs more than most things I own put together, probably. Right. That's yeah. not quite true. But that's um... just about true of my computer. Like if we're ta- if we're talking about like retail value today and not like MSRP at uh, at time of purchase, like yeah, my computer is probably most of what most of my money put into one thing. Well, I have a car. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. my computer is really, but yeah, I also own a car that I literally have to pay loans on because it's so expensive. I um, still, I've been I'm the gay off. who can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you live, the thing is that you live in like a city where like a public transit is more feasible. No, I do not. That is okay. I don't know anything. I just, assume I don't that live in Toronto. <laughs> I just assumed that about where you live for no real reason. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a wild thing to say. The transit here sucks. It's like yeah. notoriously as lo- bad. As long as I've known you, you've just been very stubborn about walking everywhere, which is not a personality trait. I have. Yeah. So. I, th- I, I thought I, I, gen- I genuinely just thought that was like a quirk of who you are. So. <laughs> um, I mean, it also kind of is, but no, when I lived in Toronto, I took transit a lot because Toronto transit is great. Everywhere else I've lived has had terrible transit. <laughs> oh um, yeah, that was also, like, the huge problem when I lived in St. Cloud. Because, like, um, I would have to... I mean, like, trains stopped running at, like, 5 p.m. So if I, I worked a closing shift, I was fucked, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so... 5 p.m.? That's so early. It's, it's, a, it's a... St. Cloud is, like, a nothing town. Like, it's it's got the... It's got... <laughs> literally it has it has the population of like an actual city it's smaller but ish but has the infrastructure of like a suburb like a like a sophisticated suburb do you think that marco and marion took the bus to their date oh yeah let's talk about the book we read um instead of just (laughs) waffling for like five hours you know sometimes i don't i don't get to talk to people all day and i know i feel that i just sort of (laughs) i turned i i switched from uh bpm because I record in GarageBand, if people don't know, which is why I frequently, I, like, often forget to, like, leave the metronome off. Uh, mm-hmm. Rather, turn it off. And so, mm-hmm. usually, I don't know how long we've been recording for because it's just, like, and our podcast is 600 bars long. Good to know. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. But I just remembered to switch to time, and I was like, 10 minutes, huh? Yeah, waffling so. for ten minutes. Yeah, so we watched um the nope. extreme. We watched. We, did we not read watch the extreme. Anything. We didn't watch anything. We read with our human eyeballs um and brains uh the extreme, which is the twenty fifth book in the is animal that what series. It was called? The, extreme, the extreme. Yeah, that's so funny. It's so I, dumb, I, I isn't know, it? I always forget to look at the titles. I just look at the numbers because my brain don't work. Um. Also, I'm I am uh, giving a serious look to the cover for the first time, um, and it is probably one of the ugliest covers I've seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, do you want a JPEG of that baby, or do you all have it up in front of you? Yeah, I've I've got it. This the it it, it turns out that human to bear face uh, don't work so good. Well, okay, um, it's, it's can I can I be honest for a quick second because sure. the polar bear is just the polar bear just kind of looks like Dogola to me. 
I don't know what that is. Are no. neither of you said are you familiar with Dogola? No. Okay, I have a picture of a dog to show you. Oh, is it a dog? Oh, I, I know, I, I know I this thought, dog. I know I this. It dog. might be a World of Warcraft. I was, I was like, uh, I was like something boss. like that or a Pokemon. You know I don't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> and I do, so I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Here is Dogola. <laughs> yeah, I know this dog. I've, I I don't know this, this dog. dog. <laughs> Who is this dog? That's just Dogola. a dog. What's the context of this dog? It's, it's just Dogola. a funny dog. Just a funny animal. Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I feel the same way about every meme dog, though. Same. <laughs> Marco's face just gets progressively wider and wider, and then he is bear. Okay, I think I feel like this would be better if it was like a grizzly bear or something, because you would get into like a darker fur. Instead, it just turns. It looks like a flesh-toned fuzzy animal which is yeah. like just not a good look it sucks yeah um and even in the last frame the the bear looks kind of flesh-toned um the the middle picture is marco when the girl he wants to date doesn't understand his jokes yeah um <laughs> okay i really definitely like, i like how he's like it looks like i like how like the wrinkles make it look like he's smiling in that third one <laughs> It's but fun. very uncomfortably. Like, like, yeah. Like, 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 he starts the transformation, like, like, well, guess it's time to animorph, and then halfway through, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm turning into a polar bear. Yeah! Dot, he, he legit looks like a creepypasta. It's pretty fabulous. <laughs> he looks like Dogola. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should have a, a segment where we just make up a creepypasta based on one of the <laughs> cover images. <laughs> Every time, like just the, name, just the name, of a well, creepypasta, they're, or like they're all just Wendigos, right? They're all just Wendigos, like across the board. It would be like board. a whole ass story, so we can't get into it this time. But in say the future, the, Blair, sorry, Blair, what did you just say? They're all just Wendigos. Wendigos? Did I pronounce Wendigo? it wrong? Wendigo? Wendigo? Am I just? I'm putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllables. This this is a word that I've seen written out but never pronounced. Mm. Um, you've, never, you've never played. I have, but it's... That's been... actually a massive spoiler for that game. <laughs> Edit that out. I just noticed that the tagline is so many yurks, so little time, which <laughs> so could be a tagline for anything, but not particularly this book. They actually interact with a categorically low number of yurks, I would say, in this yeah. book. Yeah. So like, They don't even have any face-to-face -face time with the viscer. Well, they get they have some face-to-belly time. Yeah, they yeah, have some they've got they have tummy some time. They, they <laughs> do all of their good bonding do and skin I to have, skin. I have an important question. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I'm talking about. A, I'm not talking about Visitor Three here. I'm talking about just like a centaur, like a normal ass human top and horse body. Yes. Is the taint from the start of the front legs all the way back, or is it just from like the dick all the way back and then to the ball? To, well, like, depends. Yeah, depends where the. I mean, the dick would make sense to be where a horse's dick is at. Yeah, because um, I would if the dick was right there at the end of the torso, that would be crazy. Uh, it that, also just wouldn't. It wouldn't be like aerodynamic. I mean, right, that's it would. Humans have it. Well, we're we're not very aerodynamic. Okay, your your dick is not at the end of your torso. It is at your pelvis. <laughs> that is a different part of your body. Your legs have started at that point. No, uh, no, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, like if if you just like if you like if you just like hold up a hand and block out the back half of the horse and just see like the straight up and down line of person that gets kind of brown in the middle, like a dick would just be right there at the at the at the pelvis. Okay, but that's not the pelvis. 
on a, on a centaur, the pelvis is behind you. It's close enough to a pelvis. I'm just saying. It's, okay. <laughs> First, this listen, this is so hard to argue mind. because centaurs are not real. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> Seda, you were already, you were already spewing some non-scientific nonsense to me in the group chat. I will not stand for any sort of wells with... Uh, centaur reality is called into question. Um, centaurs don't real. <laughs> not um, yet, at least. Oh, not, God, not, I wanted you to bigot. tell a full ass story, but it's like, okay. Um, how, how no, is, I kind of want to hear the story. <laughs> no, just I had a girlfriend who saw one of those really stupid, like fake documentaries that like prove that there's mermaids, mm-hmm. and totally believed it and tried to convince me. That there were mermaids. I love that so. And I didn't know how to gently be like, sweetie. Um, mermaids don't real. Mermaids. (laughs) There's not mermaids. I'm sorry. Oh my god. We all so badly wish that there were, but unfortunately. I don't know if I do. I I don't like, but that's that's just a general reticence towards the ocean. I think. That's not specific I mean, I feel, to mermaids. I feel like if you were a mermaid, you would not have that reticence. I, okay, no if shit. mermaids were okay, if mermaids were real, I wouldn't be one because I'm a human. You don't know that in the world where in the world where in the world where mermaids are real, you might have been born a mermaid. Okay, but assuming that mermaids are real in the world we're in right now. Now, okay, okay. That which is must, which seems. I mean, to... have you ever seen the have you ever seen the television program H two O? Just add water. I've not. Well, I've watched it. Maybe you so, become a mermaid by swimming in a, like, a cursed, like, tide pool? I, and then you get, and then you turn into a mermaid when you become wet. And then you get some, you, you, you kind of get magic powers. Can you nothlet halfway through a morph? It, like, yes, Marco almost did. With the so, ca- like, yeah. If Cassie so wanted to become Cassie a mermaid. Cassie could probably become a mermaid. I'm just thinking about it. I mean, it, would have, it would have to be like a do- it would have to be like a dolphin mermaid probably because that's the only thing that you're going to get that close to in like terms of like pro- like proportions. Well, proportions, no, but she, you can just... control that because she controls well, her yeah, wings to like, be like like to look like an angel when she was a fly. And, yeah, in this book, yeah, specifically I think uh, gossamer was the D- word used. Her DNA did get bigger. So it, the DNA did not get bigger. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Seda, can you can you confirm or deny? Did the DNA get bigger? There's evidence that the DNA got bigger. Listen, listen. Okay, okay, okay. I have, I've, no, no, no. Yes, I'm listening. I'm listening. I know, I know for a fact because it's the person that you are that you are familiar with the name of Hisashi Auchi. Yes. What if DNA can just like do that though under the right radiation? Like get bigger. Yeah, like, I mean, Hisashi Auchi's DNA disintegrated. Like, it ceased to be because of how much radiation he was in. Okay, I'm not going to claim to be a scientist. Um, because I'm not. I'm just, that, that, I'm no, just hear saying, me out. <laughs> no, hear me out. radiation makes DNA get bigger? Say maybe that, maybe re- radiation makes <laughs> DNA get bigger. But this is... This, say it up. <laughs> Are you... <laughs> you can't nap halfway through the podcast. Okay. I just want to talk okay. About Hisashi oh, Auchi I have for to. A little bit. I have Don't to say. That. Don't I, Google Hisashi Auchi. I, I have to say. Um. Um. Axe says that humans have the most complex DNA, 
and I don't know what metric he's using to to <laughs> to say something is complex because if it's the amount of chromosomes in the DNA, uh, humans are not the most complex. I think flies have more chromosomes in their DNA than humans do. Um, yeah, but we're so special. I just, I just, it's just not like complex is not a scientific thing. And I don't know what it means when he says that. Yeah, um, it's also com- like complex, complex is a sci- is a scientific. No, thing, not so. in terms of okay, but it's it's, no, it's no, something not like, to... quantifiable as a word. Right. No, no, but like some things are defined like scientifically as complex. Like well, not, I, I, not in but terms specifically of like within the least... specifically in this case of DNA, you can't say I don't know what a complex DNA is supposed to mean. You know. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm well. I, I'm saying more that you ca- you could not argue that one is more complex than another. I think you could argue that there is complex that DNA is complex and there is complex DNA and potentially non-complex DNA. I'm not a scientist. I just said DNA can get bigger. I don't fucking know. I don't think. Okay, I I, I don't think there is like a non a thing called like considered non. I think it's just the. Um, I would have to assume it's amount of chromosomes. We cannot talk about. We cannot. I'm I'm putting. I'm. <laughs> I am straight up yes, yes. We cannot talk about DNA. DNA is banned. The the complexity of it, the the size of oh, it is sure. banned. Sadie, Sadie yells about it for forty minutes, and it's it's all go for them. But me, I try to talk about it for five, and I immediately get like played off. Like I'm no, like, because we like, talked I'm about talking... it last week. We talked about it last week, and I uh, no, this is for me because I know if I get into it, I won't be able to stop. And we have to talk okay. about how Marco is the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, alright, let's get into this. So Marco gets asked out on a date and pretends to like Mozart? Is it Mozart? Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, Beethoven. And she's like, oh, I love Beethoven's third. And he's like, I'm more of a fan of his 33rd. And she's but, like, um, tsh- yeah. it's horrible. Was that it's a not joke a joke, in- Marco. It's not a joke. Marco did well. It's not a joke because Marco didn't think it was a joke. I think he just thought that like the thirty third may have been one of his, and he was like, ah, bigger number, better number. Oh, he's just just, like he he was he like he just describes Beethoven's third in like the least descriptive way possible, and just says it's fantastic and euphoric and like a real nut buster or what the fuck ever. Yeah. And uh, what's the girl's name again? I completely forgot. Marion. Marion. Marion is like, oh, I feel the exact same way. Let's go to the opera. I've got tickets. I'll call you. Here's my phone number. Um, and then Marco he, fucks it. He does yeah. the very heterosexual thing where Cassie's like, I don't know if she's your type. Because the date doesn't go well, of course. And Cassie's like, I don't think she was your type. And Marco's like, how could she not be my type? She's the prettiest girl in school. And it's yeah. like, yep. That's <sighs> how you, That's how you have feelings for women, Marco. Good job. <laughs> Find uh, the prime candidate and just select her. Right. Um, yeah, I believe Marco's attraction to women. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Come on. And uh, then and then immediately he describes Eric, Eric King, the Chi, um, yeah. as like, like I don't think he uses the ha- word handsome, but it's suggested. And he's like, he's got a smile <laughs> that just brightens your day or something yeah. like that. Immediately uh, after this interaction. It's so and good. I'm, I'm like Marco. <laughs> I like I like Eric a lot. Um, Me too. Like He's really fun. I like. There's a moment here where um, Cassie and Marco are sitting together, and Eric basically comes up and is like, "Yo, shit's going down." And Marco's like, "It's weird that Eric's here. Eric doesn't attend our school. Eric doesn't attend the human race. Eric is an android." <laughs> and it's like, oh, 
Okay, yeah. Just ba- yeah. He's got to baby step. This could be our first book. He has to baby step us. I actually really liked this quick upkeep, like, quick check-in. I thought that it was pretty well done. Because that's, that's kind of a thing that a uh, young adult series of this time did a lot very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I thought that it was pretty good. Yeah. Basically, um, they learned that the Yurks are working on, like, satellite technology that would broadcast Kandrona waves all over the world and basically make, like, any backyard pool a Yurk pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learned that Eric was Beethoven's valet at some point. I, I, can I be, can I be honest for a second? I love this. I love this fucking, like, whenever the Assassin's Creed series does it too, I get really happy. Like, like in Assassin's Creed Origins, the one in ancient Egypt, you're like the one responsible for the Sphinx's missing nose. Like, I just love this forest gumping all over history kind of shit. It's really fun. Um, I I watch a lot of Doctor Who, so I can be kind of picky about it. Uh, But this one I really did like. (laughs) But um, yeah, he's like that guy was well, a, it's such a small thing, asshole, you know. But his music would have mm-hmm. his music made me cry. Yeah, um, Eric is just such a great character. I love immortal characters. I know, um, just so ones that have like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, there's something that I wanted to get into, but this episode's already too long, so I want to bookmark it for another episode because Marco mentions Jake charisma. Like he's like Jake is very charismatic, and I was like, have we? hashed out the characters D D classes i don't think we have we oh. cannot do it today no but we do have to do it at some point oh, because no. I, i'm thinking a lot about it <laughs> oh i wish i just had infinite time to do infinite bonus episodes for this I podcast i know um, because i just want to get so deep into that yeah um if, if somebody we... wants to ask that for our next episode <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> we'll no, have I... an excuse to get into it i would love to do just like just like dedicate like a weekend with us three if we have the time and just like talk for like three hours about head cannons and like D alignments and stuff like that because it would be that's so fun it's so much fun i just want to do um we, maybe it can be like a patreon like exclusive or something like that that'd be great um, yeah um uh keep keep your ears to the ground mm-hmm. uh, dutiful listener <laughs> um so just trying to catch us up to uh, <laughs> real quick try to speed run as much of this as possible yes um they learn about this candrona ray thing and they're like well we have to go to the base but we don't know where it is so we're gonna have to hitch a ride with viscer three and in order to do that the chi are going to put on holograms of us to take over our lives so that we can go and marco has such a specific read of eric that made me laugh so hard um He's like, I don't want Eric to take over my life. I feel like I'll come back to wet comic books. He looks like he's a bathtub reader. No one on the face of the earth has ever said anything like this in their life. It was, it's like such a specific, like, beautiful, like, I don't know, just has that look in his eyes like he reads in the bath, you know? (laughs) Not even responsibly. But also, I'm obsessed with the idea of Eric pretending to be marco and we see a little bit of the aftermath of that like in the falling yeah. action of this book um but i just want that this you know is definitely one of those books where i would love to see the other perspective like the other side mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. because i love when we just get little hints like when axe pretended to be jake for a little while and that kind of thing but yes. like an entirely different perspective uh-huh. uh which i love 
Because um, Eric is, like, competent, but still a freak, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, very much so. Um, he's so different from, like, any of the other non-main characters because he, like, has his own sense of humor and, like, has a thing going on. I love I... him so much. I wish he, like, showed up all the time. I know. I really like him. It's a very nice treat when he does, though. Yeah. Has he... When was the last time he showed up? I'm trying to... Like, the last time he showed up in a... Oh, I, I feel like no it's idea. been at David. least. It was for, it was in the first David book. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, and that was, was that just a, like was that also a Marco book. Um, I think so. Eric first, yes. Eric first showed up in a Marco book. Hey. Oh. How about hey. how, is, how, how does <laughs> well? I don't know. I feel like a part of me wants to ship Eric with Marco, but Eric is like a ageless, infinite being. Oh yeah. yeah, Eric does. Eric does not know anything about the concept of dating or like. Anything. No, but the, but. And then Marco is like an eighth grader or something. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll give it a few years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love. So uh, we've 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 talked before about how the writing doesn't differ like a lot in the different perspectives of the kids, but their personalities are so strong that uh, it's noticeable when one of them is narrating. Mm-hmm. One of the things, one of the quirks of Marco's that I love is that he paraphrases people way more than anybody else he's just barely listening all the time yeah oh my god he's a shitty listener and also just lies like he'll be like and then eric said okay marco don't worry i'll take care of everything for you i love to be as handsome as you and as smart as you bye (laughs) and then he's like well i don't think he said that but it was something like that (laughs) i love marco um there's just two things I want to shout out from a morph we get here. Um, they turn into birds, and then they find Visser 3, just kind of run. I love the image. I understand that he's in an Andalite body, and he has to feed the Andalite body, and Andalites feed by frolicking. But, like, <laughs> yeah. they, like, have to find Visser 3, and he's like, big, tough, villain man. He's like, this is my clearing. I've got guards all around the clearing so that I may skip gaily through the forest. <laughs> It so makes good. me so happy. I um, have found I have found that prancing makes my absorption fifteen percent more effective. I do not exactly. enjoy this trotting. Oh, you know, Mister Three loves it though. Oh, sure, yeah. It is oh, the he, highlight of his day. Absolutely. He would never tell anyone, but yes. Yes, no, absolutely. It's great. It's really good. Uh, they find him in bird morph, and then as they're going to human morph, um, as fing- as um marco's fingers appear while he's morphing to human they said the word sploot in the uh-huh. morph description they were like they did sploot. i grazed, I I had grazed over that description and then the word sploot jumped out yep sploot in all caps and then when he's turning into a fly as he's describing his arms like he shrinking like into his sploots, body right he, no he says schloop Ah, the um, anti the anti sploot schloop, the ant whatever. Who gives a shit? I was like, only Marco. <laughs> Be like sploot. Uh, and then there flies and they're on Visser Three's tummy. That okay? That made me wonder. Is like, is like, morphing noisy? See, that's the thing because they definitely describe this. I thought this exact same thing at this part. Um, because they're like morphing behind trees in this they're, this right. this clearing that Mister Three is skipping around in. Right, right. They're and trying to be covert, but yeah, like they, they're splooting. They like 
they're splooting and schlooping all over the place. Like, <laughs> right. they've talked about the sound of their bones shifting before. Right. I cannot imagine that is quiet to a third no. party. No. Maybe like... it just sounds like forest noise. But I feel, but I feel like <laughs> bones sound a specific way. Yeah. Um, um. I also have a question, which is that at one point there's a just a hilarious comedy bit where Marco's trying to catch up to Visser 3 and he can't <laughs> and Visser 3 almost catch it almost like seems to swat him but then is actually reaching to scratch his butt. I know you um, you sounded so sarcastic there but it did get a laugh out of me because I think the idea of Visser 3 scratching his ass is very funny. <laughs> it, it, yeah I, I totally understand that. I was too distracted by trying to figure out how fucking long Andalite arms are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can he reach I did not his even butt? <laughs> Um, or, um, well, maybe their torsos are, maybe their, like, (laughs) hind parts aren't that long. Yeah. Um, maybe you could, I mean, because it's not horse, it's deer, which is smaller. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think, that is so funny. (laughs) I'm so obsessed with trying to figure out the exact canonical description of Andalites, because they vary just enough, because I'm always just like, well, I know it's not what the canon cover art is. Because that is a buff man on a horse. Because they can turn their heads on the cannon cover art. They can turn their fucking heads on the cover. I am not over that still. I know. Um, So I'm just always picking up details, trying to figure out if I can, like, make a full bullet (laughs) list. Like, really nail it down somehow. Uh, They're so crazy. It's... Um. Okay, I have a question. Do the other kids know about Tobias's dad? Has he told uh, them that he's half Andalite? To my memory, no. Okay. Um, because they basically get onto the ship um, and they learn that their journey is going to be uh, nearly four hours, which is, of course, a problem because they're in Morph. Mm-hmm. And so they'll need to change at some point and they're in a small ship. And mm-hmm. Axe says, it's going to be three and a half of your hours. And Tobias says, our hours? And I was like, are you... I'm going to read into this so over the top and just be like, is it because you don't know if they're your hours because you're still figuring out your place in this earth because you just learned a truth about your father? <laughs> that and but that but also like uh, they're like it reminds uh, me of um, it, it makes you think a little bit of um, OK, hold on. Seda, are you watching The Good Place and or do you care about Good Place spoilers? I'm watching it, yes. Are you caught up? Yes. Blair? Yeah. Okay, if you don't want to be spoiled on The Good Place, skip ahead, like, 15 seconds. I'm just thinking about that scene from, like, one of the recent episodes when Chidi breaks up with Simone, and she's like, well, see you in the next life. He's like, what do you mean? Next life? What? 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 Yeah. Um... Anyways, now we, have to, now we have to kill 60 seconds. Talk, now we have to kill, like, 20, 45 more seconds talking about Good Place. While, no, while we, we absolutely do not. No, because otherwise people are going to skip They're ahead a minute. They're not going to skip ahead a minute. Nobody ever skips oh, ahead I the full minute. minute. But people skip ahead, like, 15 seconds, you know? I'll put in that's music. What... Yeah. <laughs> What were you saying, Blair, about... I don't... I literally don't... No, no. Oh, yeah. No, I remember now. (laughs) I got this. Um, I feel like it's more of, like, um, them being, like, hey, Axe, you're, like, Earth people now. Just get used to it. It's Um, so... Marco said that more explicitly in one of the earlier... uh... 
Yeah, it's it's been called out a couple times, but this book I feel like might be like a peak of it because several times Axe will be like, it'll be 15 minutes, 15 of your minutes. Um, and Marco like insists every time that Axe says something throughout this entire book, he'll be like, yeah, we're, it's about 30, de- 30 of your degrees. Or, mm-hmm. And Marco's like, I swear to God, I swear to fucking God that he was emphasizing your in that sentence on purpose. Um, yeah, it is, come on, Axe, stop being a bitch. <laughs> oh, speaking of Axe being a bitch, when they are hanging out on Visser 3's stomach, they're all like, ew, being a fly is so gross. Visser 3's <sighs> sweat so smells funny. so good to me. And Axe is like, of course it does. Of course it does. Andalites smell good. Andalites always smell good. Nobody's ever said that we smelled bad. So, Andalites. And it's like, Axe, Axe, Axe. Um, Axe. He's like, he's got like whatever the intergalactic form of like nationalist propaganda. I feel, I don't know. I feel like if someone said that about humans, they would be like, okay, fine. You know, but like, because he has interactions with other species, um, there's just like this culture in whatever the Andalite world is where it's like so protective of their own like, oh yeah they're intense <laughs> yeah it's just that but he's just a kid so he just doesn't know yeah um, he, he really is just a kid life is kind of a nightmare it's and true he's just a kid he knows that it's not fair but no one cares because he's alone in the world that's pretty that's literally true unfortunately Damn, did simple plan write that song about axmalai axmalai eskarith istils probably probably Damn. you know the part where they specifically mentioned the blue skin i learned yesterday that his name has three eyes in the first word um it's just so much yeah Axamili. I was, Axam, yeah i always i always read it as axmillai um oh. it is it I is uh it is the yeah. most um like royalty ass i know he's not but that's I know kind of it's what so, it feels that's like. Like the whole thing about Andalites, they all kind of feel like they're high court. <laughs> I mean, it's it's because Dicks. it's because like one of their highest ranking like military stations is Prince. Yeah. Right. Sorry, um, y'all. Also, um, Geralt reason- is like trying to groom himself, but he's really sleepy, so he keeps like licking his paw and then putting it up to his ear and forgetting to bring his paw back down and just licking the air absentmindedly and then remembering to bring his paw back down. <laughs> He's so um, dumb. He can't even read or write or do basic math read or write or groom himself good. He cannot I do almost, any math. I, I I've been trying to name my new boy, and like I am just so fucking bad at it. And like I'm just throwing word salad at him and seeing if something, seeing if something or anything sticks. Name and him Axe. I I almost did. Home. I almost did. I genuinely almost did. Like Axe, he cannot read or write or do basic math. <laughs> But the reason that I bring that up is the reason that I bring that up is because um I was like I, I was just like I was a little bit drunk the other night and I'm just like mumbling names and I stumbled across one that feels good to to say and I'm like Gerald I'm gonna call you Gerald that that's your Gerald oh yeah okay <laughs> only one Gerald they have to fight um but not to the death because they're cats um they'll just like roll around together and then they can be two Geralds. <laughs> Babies. <laughs> Two babies. Two babies. Uh, s- in the Anwarf's drinking game, the, in the Wonder Yerks drinking game, I get distracted by my cat. In the Anwarf's drinking game, Marco references Baywatch. Take a drink. 
I um, was so over caffeinated by the time I got to this point in the book. All of my notes are starting to be in all caps. <laughs> They're just like, Marco references Baywatch. Take a drink. Marco has ADHD. Tobias is dirty blonde confirmed. I think I have to change my sim. For some reason, I was thinking of him as like, like, either like a ginger, like a dark ginger or like a dark brown or something like that. Because we've seen him as with dark brown hair on the cover of his first, no, second book. Yeah. my memory. Yeah. Uh, I always forget what the actual actor, <laughs> what the, what the artists look like. Um, artists? Actors, models, covers, yeah. books. You know how books got yeah, pictures uh, on? I know it's not a one-to-one. Uh, I know it's not one-to-one what's on the cover versus what they look like, but this is uh, this is the cover of Tobias's, of one of Tobias's books. He just has out-and-out brown hair. Yeah. Oh, no. right. I forgot about bird cover. Bird cover is good. But it's cuter um, if he has dirty blonde. Yeah. It is, and I'm not going to argue with it. Like, that's canonical, 100% confirmed, but, like... Yeah, I like, um, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very good. I think that Marco is the worst at morphing. Um, Just based on how much he describes how, like, out of breath he is whenever mm-hmm. they're doing quick morphs. Hey, hold uh-huh. on. I just realized something fucked up about the books in the Animorphs. Mm-hmm. Oh, just um, now? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the is it the child soldiers? Well, that, but also the way that all the books are sequenced, because it's always... It's Jake, Rachel, Tobias, Cassie, Marco. Jake, Rachel, Axe, Cassie, Marco. Jake, Rachel, Tobias, Cassie, Marco. Jake, Rachel, Axe, Cassie, Marco. Yeah, wh- that is fucked. <laughs> What's up with that? Why don't they get their place in the cycle? Um, Tobias is just as important, if not more important, than the rest I'm sorry, of the I, th- I don't have the brain space to visualize what you just pointed out. What was the, so, what was the thing? So it's, so it's, it's, basically... it's, always, it's oh, yeah, always Jake, Rachel, blank. Cassie, Marco. They're always in that order and the blank is just alternating between Tobias, Axe, Tobias, Axe, Tobias, Axe. Oh. So it's all in sets of five. The first one is always a Jake book. The second one's always a Rachel book. The third one is either an Axe or a Tobias book depending on which one the last one was the last the last blank was not. Uh, and then the fourth one's always Cassie and the fifth one's always Marco. As Marco much all- as I love, love, love the two of them like they're two, my pretty much my top two boys. Um... I get that because it must be really annoying to write as an alien or as a bird. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. So as as I, I totally get that, like I would way prefer to ha- for both of them to have way more, but I can see how as a, their as a writer, yeah, as a writer would be slightly more limiting than the kids who like have normal lives and like can go on dates instead of like checking out a new part of forest or whatever. and like the normal amount of limbs. Yeah. <laughs> And can turn their heads to the sides, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, I hate Andalites. This does this does this does not this does not hold true past uh, book forty. The, the the book forty is the last one where that uh, that order holds true. Yeah, there's so many curious. books. There's a there's lot of books. So um, so we're they... almost we are almost halfway through the main series. That's, that's wait, wild. hold on, hold on. When did this podcast start? I. D- you are not you are not gonna be able to drag a year out of me for when anything ever started. This started on June second, twenty seventeen. We missed oh, our one year birthday. anniversary. That's your oh, birthday. birthday. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's still my birthday. It's always my birthday. 
That's oh. how birthdays work, which I sometimes feels like shouldn't be true, but it is. <laughs> it's always, but it's always just my birthday. The the books that came the books <laughs> only, that came out only Blair birthday. The books that came out the, the episodes that came out closest to that one in terms of uh, in, in, the books that came out the books the episodes that we did that came out closest to our one year anniversary was the oatmeal one, and the uh, the one titled Centaurs Don't Reel So Infinite Stairs. Ah. <laughs> uh. We're so good at podcasts. We should keep trying to do the podcast. <laughs> um, they they are... just wander around in the fucking frozen tundra for like four. No, years. but we have to talk there's about these aliens. One, there's like so they're they're with uh Visser three in this bug fighter. The bug fighter connects to the big fuck off ship. Um, the blade ship. Yeah, the fuck off ship. Uh, is what they call it in Andalite. Um, mm-hmm. and uh. They are trapped in a room with Visser 3, and their plan to get away involves Axe doing an impression of Visser 3 so that Visser 3 just gets inter- interrupted by a series of his own guards and kills them, which include, which is off with, like, cool. You won't kill a bunch of Yurks, but you will let innocent, innocent, quote-unquote, controller bodies just get murdered. Cool standards. What are they? Yeah. And there's a point when they've morphed, a taxon comes in, Axe kills it, and it starts eating itself. It sucks. It's not good. They all morph to human, and there's a line that says, in morph, you can hear the fear, but you don't have to look it in the eyes. And I was like, yo, these books rule. (laughs) This one gets intense in, like, talking about, like, trauma and stuff, because I think at one point Marco says that I make jokes so I can, like, cope. Because if I'm not laughing, I'm fucking dying. I'll be real. real. It's a little bit on the nose. But but he's like an... I don't know. I feel like that's omnipresent every time Marco takes over as narrator. Like, every... Like, I don't... I don't want to say, like, I'm bragging or anything. like, like... I feel like it's the opposite, where it's not present in his books but it's very obvious from a third party perspective yeah. so i think him is, saying it was interesting man. yeah um so to have him acknowledge it is like yo dude <laughs> uh, um the aliens we meet in this book are really cool also yes do you think Marco um, would be like cool divorce dad what a weird thing i don't know <laughs> oh if like if marco got a divorce no, yes. he'd be a disaster. Are you kidding? He'd be like the guy you'd like come over and you'd be like, whoa, dude, do you need help? And he's like, no, nah, it's cool. I bought paper plates at the dollar store, so I didn't even need to wash those ones. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, are you sure, bud? Like, I can help you wash your dishes. He's like, no, no, no. Look, I ordered pizza the other day. They brought me extra forks. So I've just been using those forks. And you're like, whoa, bud. <laughs> Like, oh that's no! Marco. <laughs> and then, and then, oh my fan fiction where that, and then he moves in with Jake, like his old friend who they haven't talked to in years, and they're like in their like mid thirties, you know, um, yes. and they just they haven't connected in a long time. They don't have morphing powers in my AU. It's just like okay. a <laughs> yeah, it's just like a normal. Anyway, we can't. I'm gonna think about. We can't talk about this. Um, okay, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they see these tubes that are filled with cold. Uh, they're filled with very, very cold, and also so alien body inside in of one. it. So um, much body horror in this one. Yeah, Axe is like <laughs> another point when I got very angry. Axe is like they can survive to under, like below two hundred of your degrees. I was like, who's fucking degrees, Axe? Y'all talking Fahrenheit? Y'all talking Celsius? Huh? Yeah. Tell me. Who's yeah. degrees, Axe? 
I got pinions. He he knows the difference. He has like a world almanac. He knows yeah. the difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the aliens are this uh, quote-unquote extinct race from thousands of years ago that were the first evidence of life the Andalites found on other planets. Uh, Rachel immediately loses a foot and escapes on a bloody stump. Um, Rachel saves Tobias's life with an actual literal bear hug because he's about to die of cold and then Axe is about to die of cold and he doesn't oh. say until somebody asks. <laughs> Which, come on, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one is one of the really brutal ones for near death. It's like constant, like the in, like in the. How, we I don't think we've yet upped like Jake the Fly getting swatted. But it's but it's this just is just the, the consistency. Constant. Yeah, like, it becomes no, like straight up like into the like like a right. survivalist novel. Yeah, with the fact that they can turn into nearly animals. die of hypothermia transform out of that body transform into a new body which they will then let nearly die of hypothermia again and just do that over and over again all night yeah Horrifying. not sleeping or like barely sleeping you know yeah um uh marco almost goes into shock well he does go into shock he does and then rachel breaks him out by hitting him so hard he full-on bleeds <laughs> yeah his, which seems like not the way to solve that problem because like uh, i feel know. like if yeah. someone is going into shock Punching them so hard they lose teeth would knock them unconscious. <laughs> I guess in her defense, she is a bear at the time. So. And he is a gorilla. <laughs> He's a gorilla. Oh, um, what a weird book. <laughs> yeah. So these aliens that we meet, the Venbers, they are uh, described there's... as eight feet tall, a humanoid, but with ski feet, a hammerhead shark head, and beefy, uh, like beefy arms that branch off into two forearms insane it is like it is like the cannons it's it's the platonic ideal of like like conspiracy theory aliens you know they they oh my god right they have the same i mean i mean next to like the type of conspiracy theory aliens where it's just like uh blonde white women with huge tits um if this is like (laughs) this is like this is more akin to like um the the nightcrawler kind of like like conspiracy theory alien where like a partially deposed, a partially decomposed hammerhead shark corpse would wash up on a beach, and people yes. would insist that nobody can explain what this was. Yes, and people exactly. Like, it was a partially decomposed hammerhead shark corpse, and everyone's like, "But was it?" Yeah, no, no, exactly. Um, it's yeah, so it's awesome. So right. I think this is this is my favorite uh, 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 alien design. I actually like humanoid aliens when they look super fucked up, um, which is exactly what this is. It's awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, they have cannons, and they're just, like, cannoning yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> and Axe and Tobias don't have good cold weather morphs, so basically everybody ends up being wolves, and Axe and Tobias ends up, end up being fleas that just sort of rotate around on them, mm-hmm. uh, which is, like, cute. <laughs> it is yeah, cute, but this they is... They do this... just, like, slurp everyone's blood slightly, yeah, but, like, you gotta. You gotta. I hate... I'm, like more sensitive to itching than most people and so that's so i would be like guys i don't want you to die but also i don't think i can be- <laughs> I think i can carry you if that's the animal you're gonna be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just don't know yeah um they, oh yeah, yeah they talk about how these aliens um what are they called uh venber venber or something yeah. yeah um were wiped out by a, a race called the five 
who uh so these, they, these like the five seem to be implied to be like ancient andalites yeah you, you think so i thought so just because there was i don't know i couldn't i i wasn't sure if it was going to be like a big reveal or something that was my first thought just because of the way that axe talked about their relationship to andalite culture yeah well I, sure. I do remember them saying but then they said so they so axe says that the andalites wiped out the five the five yeah and then said that the andalites you know now are not the ones that used to exist so i see the oh, i see so the logical okay. connection there right so yeah the five genocided uh the, the five basically bitcoined the the velber 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 Sorry. Yes. Thank no, you. No, it's my a brain... nonsense word. My, yeah. my brain is slush. I've been at work a lot this weekend. I'm working. Don't worry about it. Like I said, well, nonsense. That's, that's exactly what they did to the Venbers. They just yeah, melted they, them down. They, bit, they bitcoined them. They made like super good graphics cards out of them so that their computers would run better. And it they killed all like of them. They be so basically the Venber can survive in these like super super cold temperatures and if they get any warmer than that they just melt and they the five just put them into computers like melted them down and used them as like coolant or <laughs> um it's horrifying it was it's, like a it was like su it was like superconductors right like gold or yeah. whatever mm -hmm. um it's uh, it sucks yeah it's, it's really it's bad. crazy um, um there's one moment just before we like hop into like sort of the end plot. There's a moment where they they see the a polar bear for the first time, and Cassie's like gets really excited. She's like, "Whoa, a polar bear!" And then she's like, "Polar bears are the largest land predators." And Rachel gets really offended because she's like, "What the? What about grizzlies? Like, right. what, hey, what about me? I'm the biggest bear. I'm the coolest biggest bear." And Cassie's like, you grizzly bears are omnivores, coward. You'll eat berries if you can. Polar bears don't fuck with any vegetation. <laughs> You're barely a predator. I was yeah, thinking. Barely. I was thinking during this how like fucked up that like it fucked up it is that like bears are like um, categorized as like really cuddly sort of things and like a cultural significance but also like extremely fucking dangerous you know so like, dangerous so like the most dangerous like the thing is like they are the most dangerous yeah <laughs> like um yeah it's the most dangerous thing you can encounter on land basically pretty much yeah yeah um, and it's the type of thing where um unless you know specifically how to identify what type of barrier up against your behavior could either be the best idea or the worst idea mm-hmm because some bears you have to run away and some bears if you run away you're guaranteed dead yeah so i think i think i've decided right now that i um am more scared of bears than i am of whales i think that's where i'm at right now <laughs> i think that's i think that that's logical because you're more likely to interact with a bear probably yeah i think on a cosmic level whales are still thumbs down yeah. but like and on a on a survival level Sure. It's bears. <laughs> that's, that's legit. Um, so these Venbers are were not carbon based, which I no. found interesting because I always like when that gets explored. And mm -hmm. then this reveal made me gasp embarrassingly loud in public. Axe is like, well, they must have found some of the DNA in the planet. And then this this is where the DNA comes in. Where um, we were, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we won't get into it again. We've already explored this. Yeah. Uh, Where Axe is like, they they must have had to mix up their DNA with something else, and it would have needed to be very complex DNA so that they could mash them all together. And then it's like, da da da. It must have been human DNA. So. Yeah, so I mean, bit, it's it's yeah. good, but also this whole time I was thinking, what does complex DNA mean, and why does it need to be super DNA complex is, so you combi- combine it? It's I just know. if DNA was more difficult, but let's move forward. We can't. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't get into it, but I'm just like, I can't even concentrate on that specific aspect, because I'm just like, what does yeah. any of this mean? <laughs> uh, so um. I felt very proud, because at one point they were like, ooh, it's probably minus 30 degrees, and that's the only Fahrenheit temperature I know by heart. Because it's pretty much where Celsius and Fahrenheit are the same. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I've been out in that weather. It did suck. You're right, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment that um, they are like, wow, we haven't eaten in a really long time. Let's go eat like the leftover seal that that polar bear just didn't eat. And it made it like felt very relevant because Cassie is literally living the like, uh, hypothetical situation that everyone always tries to put every single vegetarian or vegan in where mm-hmm. they're like well what if you were on a deserted island and the only way you could survive was to eat an animal yeah <laughs> it's like yeah well i'm fucking not so i don't see that's relevant um I, yeah i do like cassie she's like do you think i would like get, do you think i would just like let all of you die for a polar bear for that matter for a seal would i let me die for that yeah what the fuck do you think i am and she gets her last lick into because they realize that this seal that they've eaten had kids they didn't kill the seal they're just eating it and Mm -hmm. they see the the two little baby seals and they get all like sad and they acquire them as morphs and then they go away and rachel of all people is the one who's like well maybe they'll survive and cassie's like no, they won't, but something else will eat them, and that something else deserves to live just as much as they do. So if you're going to get all precious about the seals, don't, like, don't, don't talk I love to Cassie me. literally so much. I know. I know. Also, question, <laughs> because the boys who were fleas don't eat the seal because they are not hungry because they ate as fleas. Yes. Do you only have to satiate your hunger to the satisfaction of the morph you are in? And if so, why not all become very small? Um, A? Or- <laughs> so, for, part one. Probably. It seems like that's the logic that we're working with. Like, that yeah. seems to be. Um, part two, um, it's hard to be small. Sure, but just to eat. Um, I think... In this specific circumstance, it would have been very dangerous to go very small. But um, why not become fleas and feed off each other and then become full size again? Like, in a cycle? Axe and Tobias did. Yeah. Um, because Axe and Tobias prob- aren't hungry. I just, it's I, it's not just... as good of a visual. It's not as interesting to read about. I don't know. Probably something. I like... want to know how morphing works in real life. <laughs> why won't Capelgate give me this? <laughs> She is personally targeting you. I mean, she does personally target me directly after this because Marco sees these seals that don't have a mom and he's like, oh, I thought I didn't have a mom. (laughs) Marco! I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like, what a crazy thing to say. But on the other hand, I'm like, Marco. Baby boy. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah. 
then seals are so cute that I kind of love when they morph into seals because they're all like blurp 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 and then I became a bloop and mama blubber happened I got a little pup face and it's like aww yeah. and they were um yeah they got really excited because they were like Marco gets really excited because he's like warm now yeah um, and then uh they come across this uh Inuit kid named Derek mm-hmm. uh who's he's like, like huh I guess my grandpa was right damn you guys animal spirits or what? Derek's great. I really like Derek and I'm glad he's, he's in really this fun. Book. Yeah. He was like, oh, he was first, first of all, he's way more chill than he has any right to be. Um <laughs> I, like, appreci- I really appreciate it though. Like I I I remember like I I remember just like coming across that and I'm like, oh great. Now they have to go through some fucking now it's just going to be like a weird like plot about this kid and being weird about and the kid and the kid just like I got some pelts. You guys want some like you guys seem kind of cold. You good? Yeah. This was one of those moments where I completely forgot that when everybody is in their, like, natural body, that one of them is a bird and one of them yep. is an alien. Yep. Because <laughs> they're, like, also, they're also all, like, talking to Derek and Derek's, like, looks at Axe is like, you're not from around here, huh? And I was like, oh, right. Axe is an alien. <laughs> Early, slightly earlier than that, we, uh... <laughs> There was a very bad scene to think about when Cassie and uh, Marco morph dolphins to get a seal to morph. Oh yeah, when they're when they're trapping the seal and there's yeah, to a steal it for morph. Um, they dive into the they turn into dolphins, dive into the water, and come out, and then demorph to demorph. They're still wet. Like do they do not lose any of their moistness. They should die immediately. Just well, Marco that. says that he leaves several inches of skin attached to the ice. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking like from shock. Like you're, if your your body's cold enough in that weather when you're wearing fucking bike shorts and a tight t-shirt. Like if you do that while you're cold, you die. You are gone. Like I don't think it would be instant, right? I, I don't know. I think you, uh, to, in my head you just look like Jack Torrance at the end of The Shining. Like yeah, I don't in, know in, if like, that's how it works. None of us know anything. I think I'm, I'm gonna put my trust in Capulgate at this one. <laughs> yeah. The oh, just, they yeah. also got get chased by an orca whale, and it's really scary because orca whales are really scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Um. And then, and then they get polar bear, and then they go to the base, and they they blow everything up, and then there's a horrifying, horrifying, <laughs> awful scene. Okay, because they, yeah, because they, like, go into this, like, the warmer, like, base. And, like, yeah. so these, these, uh, these uh, uh, aliens are programmed um, to, like, do, to, like, kill the, the Animorphs, basically. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do basically any amount of, any amount of things, but, like, this specifically. So they just, like just keep like running into this warm space where they will die and they just but they just keep going and even yeah. as they're melting they're just they just keep going i must assume that they can't feel pain or something like that i don't know um we have act- actually i don't know it. why i would assume yeah. that because like i guess i only assume that because of they are programmed and pain is sort of like a survival instinct you know like you feel pain so you don't die um you know Right. But. I guess I assumed that the program was just overriding, like... Any sort of that thing? Yeah. So yeah. they were probably feeling it, but they just didn't... They literally weren't allowed to stop trying. Yeah. Which is um, so fucked. Yeah. And yours is, yeah, yours so is more realistic, but yeah, also I mean, horrifying. <laughs> yours makes more sense for a children's series. <laughs> and so these aliens... But maybe not just, this children's like, series. Maybe not this children's series. And, like, Cassie and Marco, everybody else has, like, gotten onto a ship to blow up the base and escape. And um, Cassie and Marco just stop. And they 
watch and they make a moment to like they make it specifically like um all of these aliens are about to die it might be every single one of them and it's not their fault and they deserve to have their deaths noticed by somebody Mm -hmm. so marco and cassie just both stand there and watch as all of these aliens are like unable to stop from killing themselves Mm -hmm. and i was like holy shit (laughs) right like geez yeah what a good book series (laughs) yeah and then they then they go home and then marco takes a hot shower for a really long time and it turns out that eric cleaned his house yeah like deep cleaned his house yeah Yeah. um which is awesome but also like marco Marco taking really long showers "Mm -hmm." because of like trauma from like almost freezing to death for like a week marco yeah yeah small baby boy be Um, gentle (laughs) yeah um so that's the book um let's let's knock out the question we got this week we got a question one question at what is cosplay at what is cosplay well first of all the question that i asked was hey folks ask us about animorphs this week they went or they, this week or sorry god i cannot words they went no, to okay. North Pole this week met a guy named derek discovered some aliens who were killed and used for computer parts and turned into polar bears um and uh uh what is cosplay asks uh uh <laughs> have they ever become neutral about bears haha <laughs> chemistry joke um what age did the animorphs find out santa is real S- santa is real hello I don't know. I'm I'm reading this for the first time. I don't think that's what they meant. But also, does, it, does Santa is real? Oh my god! Oh I don't know about the, I don't know about the Oh Ari. my god! There must 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 be a holiday special of animorphs of some kind where Santa oh. is an alien or the Elemist or something. There oh. must be. There just has Santa to be. Santa is an Elemist. Teach the controversy. We are getting shirts made with that on them. Oh my god! When are we opening a red bubble with all the dumb bullshit we? say um yeah oh god i cannot wait for you to like just unleash your graphic design skills blair on a shirt that just says what if his name was jason Voorhees?" do um you cannot you cannot tempt me because that will be this weekend's project <laughs> blair i would not tempt if i did not want oh god i well, feel like um tobias really? got how disillusioned how about- on santa real early oh like yeah settingly early <laughs> yeah yeah how about how about like how about like a, a shirt with like a red splotch around the stomach and it just says like on the back like this is john hurt's squirt shirt no we're not doing that one this is a different <laughs> podcast Come on. talk about your fear baiting merch on your podcast <laughs> yeah we would do something about what is it uh if if stairs exist, then centaurs, whatever it is, whatever the dumb bullshit I, mean, I said. Oatmeal crimes is definitely going out there. Uh, volleyball, baseball. Yeah, with a full explanation of the rules on the back. <laughs> and the diagram you drew. Is, okay, is this an episode I was not on? Because I don't yeah. remember volleyball, baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, volleyball episode was a TV, uh, a TV episode. We tweeted the picture a while ago, but... Um, I didn't ever listen to those. I don't know why. I'm going to now. <laughs> Basically, it's what if volleyball, what if baseball, but there was also a volleyball, like, cage in the middle? Sure. I, it's, it makes a lot of sense, and Sarah didn't seem to quite understand it, but it, um... I'm gonna I, listen to this podcast episode, and then I will get back to you on how yeah, much sense it makes. just called volleyball baseball, so dive yeah. in. 
Yeah. Um, um, anyways, is that yeah. podcast? <laughs> well, anybody else got Santa opinions? Oh, um, I d- yeah, definitely agree that like I don't even know if Tobias was probably introduced to the concept of sa- Santa. Yeah. Like, okay. So lur- here's 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 what it is. Um, Marco, or sorry, Tobias was never introduced. Uh, Tom told Jake the moment that he found out. No. Tom was, like, exemplary good older brother. Yeah, he was, like, the best older brother. Mm, You're right. He, like, like, participated, he, like, found out accidentally and then, like, participated really heavily in making sure that Jake still believed for a long time. To the point where he went to Rachel and was like, hey, Rach, I know you've got your suspicions, but can we just, like, let Jake have this for a little while? And Rachel was like, pay me. And Tom was like, yep, I mowed some lawns this summer. Here's 20 bucks. And Rachel's like, thanks, bye. Yeah, conversely, Rachel, when Rachel found out, she told her younger sisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, those characters seem like, like they seem like they would want to know. Um. Uh, yeah, Cassie would find out her parents would tell her because she would get she would be like crying out of concern for the reindeer having to work so hard yeah um oh yeah she's just too anxious for the concept of santa claus for like a Uh. few years her parents were like no they're really well taken care of and then cassie's like i just don't think i just i just think that they're working too hard and i i just (laughs) can i just stay up and talk to santa and make sure make sure that they're okay and they're like okay cassie honey (laughs) Oh. Sada, I, th- I feel like that was a little bit you as a youngin. Oh no, I have a very upsetting story about why I don't believe in Santa we, that we shouldn't get into. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> let's just, never mind. Um, yeah. But that's like, ener- that's like you energy now, though. Yeah, Marco, oh, still, be- Marco still believes in Santa. Marco still believes in Santa. Marco definitely would take a... Mar- okay, hold on. Marco probably doesn't believe in Santa. He has convinced Axe that Santa is real. Oh my god, he absolutely has. <laughs> I was just thinking that Marco somehow gets uh, into uh, like... like they, have, <laughs> they have like a mission on, around like Christmas time and they're like flying for some reason. And Axe is like, I hope we do not hit Santa. I hope we do not hit Santa <laughs> up in these skies. And, and, and then Jake's just like, oh fuck, you can joke now. And Axe is like, what joke? Oh, these kids. I think I think that's a podcast. Podcast. Just be a podcast. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash fearbaiting, uh, where you can donate $1 a month to get access to any and all of our bonus content, vote on polls like for fearbaiting, and that's what you get at $1. $5 a month gets you your name right on the podcast and a short message of your choosing. $10 a month gets you all the stuff below, and also you get to make us watch a movie for fear baiting, but this isn't fear baiting, so thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, Sophie, and Cat Girls Rise Up. Um, if you want to if, find us, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at uh, the Wonder Yorks on Twitter. Um, yeah, just that. Yep. Do we have a Gmail? Uh, we do, but we don't check it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm at SunHatGenia on Twitter, Z-H-E-N-Y-A. I'm SunHatGenia at Snouts at Snouts.online if you want to f- track me down on Mastodon. And I am also that, uh, no, I'm Chia Satsunakas on Tumblr, which I've been using occasionally lately. When I when I want to de-stress from, like, pol- with, with how politicky Twitter is, I'm actually just, like, going to Tumblr more often. Yeah. Cause, like, oh, that's valid. Because, like, like, Tumblr is, like, it's just, like, 
I don't have to think about the primaries. I don't have to see, I don't have to like have every third tweet being like a, a link telling me to vote, which I mean, that's not really a thing now that the election, that the midterms have passed, but like Tumblr is just like, hey, look at this dumb, look at this awful fucking picture and like laugh and then keep scrolling. Yeah. Um, speaking of social media, you can find me at BlurKitch on Twitter, BlurKitch.tumblr.com or BlurKitch basically anywhere else. Brand consistency is the only thing I have going for me, basically. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at nudity with an EA instead of a Y. Check out my other podcast. It's called Music for Mole Hills at Musical Mole on Twitter. Or check out the music I do at gaygothvibes.online. Yes. All great resources. Oh, did you um did you plug your other podcast, Sarah, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die? I did not plug Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's my leftism podcast that I do with 11 of my friends. We have too many hosts, if you ask me, and we should <laughs> all, they we should summarily be picked off one by one, like in the movie Identity, until at the end it is revealed that we are all taking place in the mind of someone who has dissociative identity disorder. That sounds I like probably, a good, good plan for the podcast. Added, <laughs> I probably added... Uh, an, an extra syllable to that first word in that in DID there and I apologize for that words are hard I've been at work a lot this week and my brain is kind of just shutting off no worries uh yeah thank you for joining us uh we will see you in two weeks with the next book in this series um but uh until then um I have been Blair I am currently Sarah but I make I may become Derek in the future oh yeah the oh, outro yeah, music uh, we got it outro- I'm Seda Bye. <laughs> remember, remember. I'm keeping hands on whatever. Who cares? The, the fade-in for the outro is getting to the point where soon it's going to be the entire theme song. <laughs>